the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the KFAX Ministry of the Week. Each week we highlight a local ministry that is impacting the community in Jesus' name. Our hope is to connect you to a ministry where you can grow and serve in Christ's kingdom. Now here's the KFAX Director of Ministry Relations, David Naderhood. And welcome to the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood with you again this week, and it is my privilege today and for the rest of this week to be talking to Tim Riley with Compelled Ministry. Tim, great to have you back in studio with us. It's been a while. It has. Thanks so much, Dave. You know, a couple years ago when we had checked in, I know um, we had, uh, I think we chatted a little bit about your three lovely little girls who I've seen on Facebook are growing up and are bigger now. And you just told me you have a son now too, right? Yeah, he's two now. Wow. It has been a couple years then. I think uh, your wife's name is Erin, right? Yes, sir. And um, so hello to the kids. You can give them a shout out here. Yeah. Hey, Reagan. Hey, Lorelai. Hey, Evangeline and Boston. Right on. (laughs) And uh, so you're growing family. Uh, Tim, you're located down in the South Bay, right? You live down there, San Jose region. Um, we got to know a little bit about your ministry and uh, was fascinated with the approach that you were taking to apologetics at the time, and I know it's expanded a little bit, so we're going to talk about that this week. What is Compelled Ministry? And uh, But for today, if you don't mind, just share a little bit about your story, how you came to know Christ and what you like to do besides talk about Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up in Southern California, and I was born to parents who divorced very early on by the time I was... Three and a half, they were divorced. And then when I was eight, my mom actually kidnapped me. And so my claim to fame, because before Twitter and Facebook, when some uh, child would be abducted, they'd put a kid's face on a milk carton. I was the second kid ever on a milk carton. Wow. Uh, so that was my childhood growing up. My parents had split. There had been um, disconnect in my family. As I grew older, my mom died when I was around eight. And that made me very angry towards the idea of a god. Then in high school, I actually had these very annoying people called Christians come and try to talk to me about Jesus, and I really wanted nothing to do with it. Actually, I uh, I talked two of those Christians out of their faith, and by, or three of those Christians, three different Christians out of their faith, but by God's grace, I baptized two of them back into the faith. Wow, good. Uh, so that's been very cool. But uh, I was very against the idea of God. My dad really didn't believe, and then... Through a bunch of different chain of events and God wooing me, I came to know him through apologetics, through understanding that Jesus Christ actually lived, died, and rose again. That was a big deal. And then after uh, going through spending time with different pastors and Christians who were walking with me, I eventually felt the call to ministry out of insurance. I had done insurance for about 10 years, and I was leading a lot of people to Christ. And some very good men in my life said to me, hey, it's great that you're leading people to Jesus, but why don't you teach other people how to do the same thing? Mm. And so that's really how the Compelled Ministry started. And so uh, it was from apologetics. It was also just watching Christians talk to other people about Jesus and how awkward it was sometimes. Right. And God had given me this this gift to just talk. And so I had this opportunity to tell others about him in a relational way. Yeah, and that... 
uh, phrase, a, a relationship-based gospel presentation or a relatable gospel, is something um, we can talk some more about tomorrow. But let me throw this your way. What do you like to do when you're not speaking about Jesus up at a front of a church somewhere? Uh, I really, I, I love Marvel. I love Marvel comics. I'm a big Marvel fan. My whole family, we're, right we, we kind of argue between Iron Man or Captain America and <laughs> me and my boy are Iron Man and the rest are Captain America, but that's okay. And so uh, we, we love Marvel, love to go on dates with my family. I love to just spend time with them. Yeah, and I I noticed, uh, I mean, putting family and getting, especially just enjoying the heck out of uh, this time while your kids are little, um, yeah. you know, if Facebook's any indication, you, you're definitely pouring a lot of a lot of time and energy into your family and your kids, and it's great, great to see. Uh, Tim, if you wouldn't mind, join us tomorrow, and we're going to talk a little bit more about specifically how do you... Uh, how do you bring, you know, w- when you knew it was time to, to go full-time into ministry, how you made that leap um, away from insurance sales, right, into yeah. into the uh, into full-time ministry. So will you join us tomorrow? I'd love to. All right, we'll have some more tomorrow with Tim Riley. And you can find out about his ministry at compelled.org. That's compelled.org. This has been the KFAX Ministry of the Week. You can find out more about this week's ministry at kfax.com. Join us again at the same time tomorrow for more with the Ministry of the Week here on AM 1100 KFAX. This is the KFAX Ministry of the Week. Each week we highlight a local ministry that is impacting the community in Jesus' name. Our hope is to connect you to a ministry where you can grow and serve in Christ's kingdom. Now here's the KFAX Director of Ministry Relations, David Naderhood. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood, and it is my privilege this week to be talking to Tim Riley. He leads a ministry called Compelled, and it has some great curriculum that we're going to talk about uh, a little bit later this week, uh, maybe today, we'll get to it. But first of all, welcome back, Tim. Glad to have you with us. Thanks for having me. As we talked yesterday, you have a young, growing family, lots going on with them, and you have a, you had a transition. I don't know, I don't remember how long ago it was now, but where you went from um, sort of sharing Christ at work and with people that you're meeting with, and then people sort of tugging at you saying, hey, what if you did this on a full-time basis? I imagine a lot of people listening wonder, like, okay, how does that happen? How do you discern the call of God in that? Yeah, I I really wrestled with it for a while because I was in insurance and doing really well. And who wants to get out of that, you know? And sure. and bills were paid and everything was a little bit easier. But I had the opportunity at first, uh, like ministry used to do, where I used to get to speak to a lot of high schoolers and do a lot of junior high and high school ministry. And then eventually that morphed into college. And then eventually that morphed into spending time with adults uh, and speaking to larger and larger crowds. And But what I really enjoyed was speaking to a crowd to get the opportunity to meet the one or two people that God was really wooing to himself. And mm-hmm. so I did that for a while. And then I did it for free for a really long time. And then eventually, uh, just because of some good people speaking in my life and just kind of watching where all my passion was, God just really brought me into ministry in a in a strange way. I mean, I was interning at a church in Sunnyvale and speaking pretty often, doing stuff with youth, doing stuff with adults and evangelism, and then eventually 
like I said yesterday, just this idea of it was great I was leading people to Jesus, but if something happened to me, I need to teach other people and train other people, like Ephesians 4 talks about, where you equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. Mm. And so I grabbed 30 young adults from a church plant that was about to plant in San Jose, and I grabbed these 30 young adults and just invested six months into them, taught them everything I knew about evangelism. We practiced it. We didn't just talk about it. We weren't just hearers, but we were doers. And over those six months, I created a curriculum that eventually ended up becoming a four-week training that we do for Compelled. And that training is uh, in front of me here in book form. So you're going to be actually, uh, you're in the midst of, right now, presenting this teaching at a local church, right, Almaden? Yes, Almaden Neighborhood Church. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, so that's one invitation. I know we mentioned your website yesterday, compelled.org. Uh, folks, you, if you head over there, you can see some of uh, Tim's videos uh, from YouTube, see how the presentation works. And uh, and if you want to, I know the invitation's out there, to come by Almaden Church if you live in the South Bay and you want to drop in and learn some more. What day of the week is that on? It's on Thursday nights. Okay, so Thursday nights at Almaden Neighborhood Church. Um, but there's a whole calendar of other places that you're going to be speaking as well this year? Yeah, I, I do a lot of itinerant speaking, and so a lot of that is for the connection to be able to do Compelled in the different churches. We've actually had the opportunity to do it at 25 different churches in the Bay Area. We've trained over 4,500 people, and so it's been a very exciting ministry thus far. And maybe, you know, tomorrow we can talk a little bit more about this, but is there a, you know, is there sort of a top 10 or maybe top five things that people fear about sharing their faith? Oh, absolutely. You know, so maybe we can tackle some of those hurdles uh, uh, tomorrow and just kind of give us some bullets of, of uh, I'm sure that'll resonate with people. So, folks, as you're thinking through, well, what is what is it that stands in my way from sharing my faith with my neighbors and uh, and let's tune in with Tim tomorrow and find out how that matches up with the things that he's found. So, Tim, uh, let's do this again tomorrow, shall we? Oh, sounds great. All right. You can find out more about Tim Riley's ministry again at compelled.org and uh, accept his invitation to come on out to Almaden Neighborhood Church on Thursday and uh, check it out for yourself. More tomorrow with Tim Riley of Compelled. This has been the KFAX Ministry of the Week. You can find out more about this week's ministry at kfax.com. Join us again at the same time tomorrow for more with the Ministry of the Week here on AM 1100 KFAX. This is the KFAX Ministry of the Week. Each week we highlight a local ministry that is impacting the community in Jesus' name. Our hope is to connect you to a ministry where you can grow and serve in Christ's kingdom. Now here's the KFAX Director of Ministry Relations, David Naderhood. And welcome back to the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood, and this week I'm talking to Tim Riley. He's the founder, director, president, CEO <laughs> of Compelled Ministry. Welcome back, Tim. Thanks for having me. He is, uh, I think, uh, the only employee of Compelled Ministry, too, right? Or do you have some underlings? Uh, we have some a underlings. Few. You have we, some minions now. Yeah. Boss. <laughs> I wouldn't call them that, but yes. <laughs> All right, some wonderful assistance. Yes. That's good to know. So that means the ministry is growing. As uh, if folks, if you heard yesterday, this ministry has been able to... Uh, reach out and touch the lives of over 4,500 people right here in the Bay, and I'm, I know other places you've been invited to speak as well. The nature of it is, um, I mean, the word compulsion or compelled sounds kind of forceful. Mm. Maybe you can chat a little bit about that today, but I know there's um, there's a distinction that you make, and you have two curriculum, actually, one that's evangelistic and one that's discipleship-based. So for today, 
I'm wondering, can we talk about that, uh, the, the barriers to evangelism and how you help people overcome those? Because everybody probably has in their minds like, well, I don't have the training or I don't have or I'm terrified of talking about Jesus or yeah. what are some of those objections and how do you answer them? One of the biggest ones is simply, I don't know enough. And the irony mm-hmm. to that is, and I'm sure most people, most of the listeners have heard this before. I mean, when you don't know the answer to a question, your best answer is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But hey, why don't we find out together? And so you use that opportunity to connect with someone and maybe go and grab coffee with them later on and, and start to walk through whatever that objection or that question was. But what I've learned more than anything is, especially with apologetics, which really helped me come to know Jesus because I came to the conclusion that he rose from the dead, um, was simply that people, it's not that people can't believe in Jesus, it's that they don't want to. So they're looking for excuses in a bunch of different scenarios. And so really what Compelled is and what I try to train people to do is to help people remove the excuses for why they don't want to follow Jesus and then make them realize it's about not wanting to as opposed to not being able to. Yeah. And so what would be some of the things that, I mean, as somebody, if you sat down with somebody right now who was an atheist and obviously you could say, well, I was there, I, you know, I was in that same boat. Um, but how much is structure a sentence? I mean, because somebody's going to say, well, I have these theological objections Absolutely. to God's existence, right? right? Right. And most of the time, if someone doesn't believe in God, they don't really have a theology that's based on God. So mm. for the most part, people are coming up with smoke screens and they might not even know that they, their objections are smoke screens, but they're like, well, how do we know God created everything? How do we know the Bible's true? How do we, these different types of things, how could God allow bad things to happen? And there's, there's reasonable answers to each one, not that any of them are perfect because some of this stuff's outside of our understanding. But at the same time, it's pointing people back to the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. Mm. If he rose from the dead, the Bible can be true. If the Bible can be true. God can be real. If God's real, that means that we're all going to give an account at one point. And so my hope is for people not to just believe in him, but to fall in love with him because he first loved us. And that's the relationship part, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, and that that moves in a different direction than sort of the evidentialist approach to apologetics, right. which if folks are familiar with different types or different historical apologetic approaches, uh, you know, if you just stick with just the evidence, people will always be able to come up with one more objection, one more objection, right? right. The problem of evil or something yep. like that. But the relationship part is really... Uh, what compels people. Right? Exactly. And I would say people in the Bay Area, especially, they don't really care what's true anymore. They care mm. what works. And the mm. great thing about Jesus is he's true, but he also works. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost a, uh, it, it, I mean, it could be accused of sort of being a pragmatic approach. And, but I think Jesus would be like, yeah, it's <laughs> pragmatic to believe in me. You yeah, know? I actually is. make life better. Right. And that is, uh, I think that's fascinating because come and follow me is such a simple uh, lead in, right? right? That he approached people with, but it was a compelling line. Look at how Peter left his nets and how right. Matthew left his tax collector booth, right? Uh-huh. And he did it in relationship. So, folks, if this has struck a chord with you, I want to encourage you to find out more about Tim Riley, about his great ministry over at their website, compelled.org. Again, that's compelled.org. And we'll have some more tomorrow about the discipleship strategy of compelled ministry right here on the Ministry of the Week. This has been the KFAX Ministry of the Week. You can find out more about this week's ministry at kfax.com. Join us again at the same time tomorrow for more with the Ministry of the Week here on AM 1100 KFAX. This is the KFAX Ministry of the Week. Each week we highlight a local ministry that is impacting the community in Jesus' name. 
Our hope is to connect you to a ministry where you can grow and serve in Christ's kingdom. Now here's the KFAX Director of Ministry Relations, David Naderhood. And welcome to the Thursday edition of the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood, and this week I am talking with Tim Riley. He is the founder and director and the head honcho over at Compelled Ministry. Welcome back, Tim. Thanks for having me. I wanted to just let our listeners know uh, those fears of evangelism that we talked about yesterday. I I mean, this is nothing new. I Mm. think since Christ gave the Great Commission, uh, importantly, he said, go and make disciples, don't go make converts, right? So it's always something I think we look, we ought to be looking beyond the call to people for people to come follow Christ and look at the relationship Mm -hmm. with Jesus, which is sort of the heartbeat of what you do in the evangelistic part of it, right? Yeah, that's right. So when you teach the evangelistic side of Compelled, um, I'm guessing you always, you don't leave it hanging there. Uh, So tell us today about the discipleship part of it. Yeah, uh, what happened for me was we were training people through Compelled, and a lot of people were coming to know Jesus, which was wonderful. And Compelled started to exist for simply that reason. A lot of people were following Jesus because of relational connection with evangelism. And a lot of Christians, actually, or people, churchgoers, becoming Christians yeah, for the first absolutely, time. Yeah, absolutely, because that's a lot of low-hanging fruit of people that attend each week but don't do anything with it. Yeah. And so uh, what happened was I was spending all this time pouring into um, training people, but I was seeing a lot of people become converts but not and make decisions but not become disciples Mm -hmm. and so over some time i i looked at what jesus did he poured his life into 12 men um none that we would choose we might choose one judas but we probably wouldn't choose the rest of the (laughs) The money guy yeah right like we wouldn't choose any of the other guys and yet he poured his life into those men and those men turned the world upside down with the greatest message that has Mm -hmm. ever been given and so for me god just started to stir in me this idea of replicate what does it look like to replicate disciples and what I had noticed was a lot of people that had spent time in the church, they go through this thing, which I don't think we talk a lot about, but it's hardness of heart. Mm. Hardness of heart happens when you hear the truth of God and you decide to ignore or disobey what you're hearing you're supposed to do. And in a church service, not knocking church services, we're doing what we've learned to do. But a lot of times there's no expectation that people are actually going to apply what they're learning. And James, the half-brother of Jesus, made very clear, hey, we're not here to just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Right. So for me, I looked at the Great Commission as the antidote to hardness of heart. Because Mm. if you're willing to actually do something with your faith, if you hear it and then you go and apply it, you grow. Because disciples disciple. Mm. And so I created a a replicate series. It was a discipleship series on how do disciples disciple? How do we invest in people? And we've taught that to a few churches already, and we've seen more and more one-on-one relationships of discipleship happening at coffee shops and relational discipleship happening where people are growing spiritually, marriages are becoming better, and people are being poured into, and it's a very exciting time. I think one of the things that uh, intrigues me, and I, I'm familiar with a few other discipleship strategies that are sort of, I don't want to use the word outsourced, but they, they're sort of intentionally based outside of the church. Yeah. Um, CDM, I know, is mm-hmm. one that's really good. Um, but they're, they're, they're strategies that basically assume that the church in general, if it's just trying to get people in the doors, is not going to excel at discipleship that replicates right. out six days a week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the sad truth. I know it was true at the church I, I pastored, um, you know, just trying to pour into a Sunday sermon, something that was actually going to give people, uh, a replicatable, 
yeah. <laughs> uh, method of talking. So thank you for, for sharing some, you know, that there's hope. Uh, and and uh, to any pastors listening or if maybe you're a part of a Sunday school class or you're, you're part of the outreach or discipleship team at your church and you'd like to find out more how you could use the Compelled curriculum, we want to really encourage you to head over to compelled.org. That's Tim's website. You can see some of the YouTubes of his presentation there and uh, and get connected directly to him and have him come speak at your church. So, um, Tim, join us uh, one more time tomorrow, would you? I'd love to. All right, more tomorrow with Tim Riley with Compelled Ministry. This has been the KFAX Ministry of the Week. You can find out more about this week's ministry at kfax.com. Join us again at this same time tomorrow for more with the Ministry of the Week here on AM 1100 KFAX. This is the KFAX Ministry of the Week. Each week we highlight a local ministry that is impacting the community in Jesus' name. Our hope is to connect you to a ministry where you can grow and serve in Christ's kingdom. Now here's the KFAX Director of Ministry Relations, David Naderhood. And welcome back to the Ministry of the Week. Happy Friday, everybody. I hope you've had a great week and I'm looking forward to a great weekend. I know I am. This week, we have been talking to Tim Riley with Compelled Ministry. Tim, thanks for being with us this week. Thank, thank you. It's been a lot of fun hearing like how God's been developing the ministry. I think we talked maybe three years ago, and it was just sort of blossoming at that point. And now you've seen lots of fruit. If you missed any of the interviews this week, I encourage you to go back and listen to the podcast. You can find out a lot more about Tim's ministry online at compelled.org. Watch a few of the YouTubes of his presentation. He brings to bear the relatable gospel, one of your favorite phrases, I think, right? Yeah. And uh, talks about how to overcome some of the fears of evangelism. We talked about that this week. As well as now, um, developed a, a whole curriculum called Replicate. And so we talked about that yesterday. Tim, I want to give you the bulk of the time today just to share, you know, what's next? How can we be praying for you, pray, praying for your ministry and your family? Uh, on Fridays, we just ask our audience to stop what they're doing and don't close your eyes if you're driving. But uh, say a prayer right now for Tim and for these prayer requests. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, thank you. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to be here and just kind of catch up and, and share what God's been doing. Uh, my family and I, we've uh, been, we're, we're a bit of sojourners. We have a home church in Sunnyvale called Trinity Church of Sunnyvale. My pastor, Joel King, is is a good friend and, and some of my covering, in fact, the chairman of the elders, Tom Green, at that church is on my board for Compelled. And then I have other pastors in the area that are on my board as well. But we're in a place where I've been the interim pr- uh, pastor at a church in San Jose for the past seven, eight months. And we're about to end our time there. Uh, we, we've we loved it. There's been a lot of fruit. It's just time for them to find their lead pastor and for us to, to move on to what's next. And so I, we're in a place where you guys, uh, listeners out there, could be praying for us as we decide on what's next. I think God's stirring in us to do more and more compelled to influence more and more people in the Bay Area, especially. Yeah. But also to uh, we as we invest in a group of people, uh, the people my wife disciple and the people I disciple, we really want to see 
experiences of worship and, and not better, but different experiences of worship. And so we're some different ideas and stirrings are coming into to our minds as we're praying and we're seeking God. And so you guys could be praying for what's next. You guys could be checking out the website. And if you've been encouraged at all by this week, send us a note, let us know kind of what God's done. Um, the great thing about the internet and, and social media and radio and all these opportunities is we, we've gotten to influence people outside of the Bay Area. We've gotten to influence people across the world and see fruit where people have come to know Jesus because of a YouTube video or a, a podcast. And so yeah. I would highly, I would really hope that you guys would be praying for us as we navigate what exactly we should be doing next. And, and I want to encourage people to tune in this uh, Sunday at 12 noon. We're going to actually feature one of Tim's messages. Uh, I'm not sure which one yet, but we're going to take a message from Tim's presentation and just be able to hear him open up the Word of God. Uh, but to do so, it's a, it's a really a call for the church to awaken to its calling, uh, the call to not only be a follower of Christ ourselves, but then to replicate our faith. And so, Tim, I'm just so thankful that God's um, continuing to grow fruit and show the fruit of ministry for you. Um, and we're just really thrilled that uh, God's going to have some great things ahead for you in 2016. Amen. Thank you. As we close out today, I just want to encourage you once again to go over to Tim's website, compelled.org, and watch some of the videos there. Get in touch with him. Let him know your thoughts about his ministry, and especially if you'd like to invite him to come and speak at your church, uh, we would really encourage you to do that. Again, that's compelled.org. Have a great weekend, everybody. Don't forget to tune in Sunday at 12 noon. And we want to remind you to tune in at this same time next week for another Ministry of the Week. Grace and peace to you. This has been the KFAX Ministry of the Week. You can find out more about this week's ministry at kfax.com. Tune in this Sunday at 12 noon for a message from this ministry. Join us on Monday for another Ministry of the Week here on AM 1100 KFAX. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.